For some time, insurance and innovation were not seen as two concepts that go hand in hand. COVID-19 showed that insurers can undertake large-scale change at a pace industry veterans might have thought not possible. Amidst 2022 global insurance outlook growing with people, purpose, and tech, EY predicts that insurance is poised for a period of purposeful growth despite daunting macroeconomic and structural challenges, fierce competition, and ongoing tech-driven disruptions. Just how insurance is redefining itself in a period where uncertainty is the norm is the subject of our dialogue with Sorab Chitrachar, Regional Vice President, Director, Asia Technology Strategy and Operations for Liberty Mutual Insurance. He joins us on this episode of Podcasts for Future CIO to give us his insights on how the insurance industry is moving ahead with its resilience and innovation agenda in the new normal. Sorab, welcome to Podcasts for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan, for inviting me. It's a pleasure. If you look back, how would you describe the security landscape within the insurance sector in ASEAN between 2020 and 2021? So as you know, like in, in the insurance industry, so security has always been like data protection and data privacy has been a prime concern always, right? And especially because we are dealing with so much of personal and financial data, and it's also mandated and we are very tightly governed by regulations. So that has always been the forefront. But now in between 2020, 2021, one of the common observations has been around the focus on the cybersecurity element, and that has come to the forefront, especially because of you seeing a lot of news around ransomware attacks. So that's one thing. And then also the proliferation of a lot of data, a lot of employees working from home. Earlier, you would have a corporate firewall. The perimeter was kind of, you could measure. Now the perimeter has become seamless because everyone has their own devices, for example, then you have to enable, or you have the company provided laptop or mobile devices. So then you're talking about, you know, a lot of zero trust uh, elements coming into play. Mobile technology, mobile security is becoming super important. Like in a lot of organization, you know, you, you're talking about mobile iron being deployed or or navigating the Microsoft ecosystem itself to provide that additional layer of security. So you're moving away from purely your perimeter security to a lot around your the virtual security in the form of, you know, whether it is internet, employee uh, devices, the data in transit, so data in, in store. So everything that is becoming paramount importance as we go forward. In your view, what are the challenges ahead for CISOs and CIOs in the insurance sector in 2022? So I will start with probably more opportunities. And yes, some of them, they translate into challenges as well. So if you look at the past, right, IT has been more like a support function in the insurance world. And now that is changing drastically. So IT has come to the forefront rather than being a backend support function. That means the whole business is centered around IT because the enablement which IT provides to the business. So the challenges are... So obviously, you know, then you have bigger budgets, you know, I mean, the IT teams are allowed to invest more rather than, you know, justifying every spend because of the prior way the world was set up, I would say. And what is happening is with that, you face a lot more challenges. So one, the biggest challenge I see is the the security element, which I mentioned, you know, in terms of the data. And so managing that data is super critical because you're talking about huge amounts of data storage as well as the 
as well as the processing of that data and security of that data, which is coming in. The second one is also around the customer expectations. So managing that expectation is important because if you look at from an end customer standpoint and also employees, when I say customer, so for IT, customer is not just your end customer, the policy holder, but also your employees who are also customers to IT. I mean, internal customers and also your agents and brokers and so intermediaries, if you look at that. And so that part is also becoming very important, managing that customer expectation in terms of, because they're digitally savvy, they expect, you know, everything at the fingertips and the expectation is for you to have that seamless experience. So, I mean, if you have traditional architecture, monolithic architecture, that doesn't really kind of help you in terms of going ahead with supporting that business demand. So managing that, you know, basically modernizing your backend to support that front end and on also taking that customer view in designing your solutions becomes very important from a challenge uh, perspective. And the third one, which I see is the element around our overall ecosystem. One of the things which is happening is this whole ecosystem play. And it is important part because the business model is evolving. So rather than looking at traditional operational models where you're selling your traditional products, now the operating model for the business is also undergoing a paradigm shift as we talk about it right now. Since that is happening and you're seeing a lot of these partnerships, whether it is, you know, in the ecosystem play or whether it is with the bank assurance space. And that kind of puts a lot of pressure also on the IT and IT needs to play a significant role in enabling that. So evaluation, then coming up with solutions quickly uh, rather than, you know, taking six months or one year to come up with a solution. So that is changing. So those are three broad categories, I would say. One is in the proliferation of data and its security. Second one is in the customer expectation. And the third one is more around your ecosystem play, which is basically tying up with partners, distribution channels, also your banker partnerships, MNAs. So that puts a lot of workload on IT. Now, among the many emerging technologies, which technologies do you think are A, overhyped or B, underappreciated by the insurance industry in general? So one of the things which you keep hearing, I mean, um, so, you know, you hear about digital twins, this concept. I mean, I think it's a great concept, but I still think it's at a very nascent stage when it comes to insurance industry. So I think that's something which is great. It does make sense. But with the scenario where we are in right now, traditionally, it's more of a future plan, I would say, not as of today. So if that is one thing which I would say is slightly overhyped as of now. I would say appreciation of the technology, like, I personally think artificial intelligence is really something which is important and it has applications across the value chain of insurance. So whether you look at your customer experience, your claims handling, your sales of the policy also, right? And when customers are buying policies over the websites or mobile devices, so that's where AI comes into play. Uh, Along with AI, I would also say the uh, other area which is, I think it's not appreciated as much as the IoT. This is super critical because especially in the commercial and home insurance space and even in health, I would say, because, you know, the use of the wearables like your watches and and, and stuff where you can monitor your health and that kind of sends indicators to the uh, insurance databases and it enables insurance companies to kind of take some decisions in terms of the risk profile of the customer. Having said that, you know, you can always argue that, hey, is that like ethical? You're monitoring 
monitoring everything. At the end of the day, it depends on how you use that data. And if it is for your own benefit and you're giving benefits to the customers as well, hey, we see your uh, your health risk is increasing. So you we suggest some wellness benefits for you. So tying into that ecosystem place, so that really helps. But then if you're using it for, for kind of denying certain rights to your policyholders, that's a different thing. When you talk about IoT, like telematics in the car, so then you have these models of pay as you go or pay as you use insurance. Like if I'm not driving my car, why should I be paying like a premium like that? That's where that is already coming into play where, or I'm using my car only on weekdays, four hours. So why should I pay for like a full coverage? So, you know, those kind of models, so pay as you go or pay as you use models. That's where telematics plays a very important role. We're putting sensors in the car and in the commercial space, sensors in your heating devices, your pipes and stuff. So prevent leakages at home. It, it detects the pressure. And for you as a home user, it sends you a signal as a policyholder that, hey, this requires some work and you need to kind of look at it because your pressure is high, temperature is high. And even in the commercial space, that plays a role because then commercial engineering, you, you're looking at in the plants, you are have those sensors which can detect and send signals and provide pre-warning to the customers as well. And that also helps you gauge the risk better as an insurance company. So can you cite some trends that will be most important or impactful for CIOs and CISOs in Asia's insurance sector in 2022? See, if you look at demographics right now, right? So, I mean, demographics in general. So there is a huge potential for the insurance industry in general, right? So there is a lot of growth. Penetration is quite low in a lot of markets in Asia. So as your incomes are rising in the middle class, there are already predictions which you see that the middle class is all of Asia is going to take over North America's by 2023 in terms of the income. So with the rising income, you're buying more assets like your cars, your houses, more things, and you will buy more insurance like family safety net, things like that so life insurance so so keeping that in mind and that consumer behavior right so related to the consumer behavior as you are more digital savvy you are going to expect more from the insurance companies in terms of you know how you deal with your insurance company i don't want to spend like signing hundreds of forms to hundreds of lines and signing in each page to buy an insurance so how do you make that customer experience better and that would mean you will have to look from an outside in perspective and that would mean you will have to design your systems in a way that is more modular, more flexible. And at the same time, you need to make changes to your business processes. So it's not technology driven, it's consumer driven. So your business processes will need to undergo change. And if that changes, your technology also will have to support that change from a process workflow standpoint. So that's a buying of a policy or even claims. Why should I wait for like one month to get my claim? Why can't I get it in five minutes? Right? I mean, there are a lot of companies which are offering that. And right so, I mean, when I'm doing my banking transaction as a consumer, when I'm transferring money to someone or when I'm paying for something, I expect it to be instantaneous. I, I don't ex- want it to be like, oh, two days later, you will receive the money. It doesn't make sense in this day and age. So that is one thing where like consumer expectations with the rising middle class, the, uh, the demographics, that kind of will lead to insurance companies or 
technology teams gearing up to support that business demand to support the second area which i see is around the digital overall right so the proliferation of digital and data and digital being the center so that would mean you also need to modernize your back end you cannot work with your back end a traditional back end with an a snazzy front end so that would basically mean uh, you would need to look at modernization of your uh, legacy systems so more of an api first sort of a culture i mean getting into that space and and, and also moving to the cloud so that would mean you will need to evaluate your workload and all this i mean on paper looks very easy right but then i think the biggest challenge is the talent right so you need the right sort of people within the it team to understand those technologies and attracting that talent is not easy right because insurance company tech innovation it's a little difficult and, and to attract that talent uh, that's going to be a challenge so retaining and attracting that talent i personally think for cios and ceos is going to be very important the third trend which i see is this whole concept of the banka and the mergers which are happening right now there's a huge demand in terms of uh, mnas which are happening in the insurance space in the asian insurance space along with a lot of the change in the distribution channel patterns so that's where you're tying up with axa v doctor you you heard then you had then then there is this in china one doctor concept from ping an so there are all these concepts which are moving to the other markets as well and that means that you need to think beyond your traditional it you need to think in terms of being an enabler so understanding the business and enabling the business and at the same time providing proactive solutions to your business colleagues and rather than building walls and uh, saying that hey this is the policy we need to follow this you need to kind of break those walls tear down those walls and act as basically collaborators with your business peers to kind of support that the journey forward to support the business growth so those are three elements which i think or three trends which i'm observing finally what's your advice for cios and cisos in the insurance sector in advancing resilience and innovation in 2022 In my view the, the biggest thing is being a collaborator being open minded is super important rather than being closed minded and understanding the business logic so open mindedness for CIOs and CISOs will be super important thinking business first rather than technology first is one thing which i would say the other thing which i would say is focus on the talent which we have and uh, focus on improving the overall employee value proposition right from the uh, attraction of the talent to retention to growth of the talent right so because you know it's not easy to find the talent in my view and if you want to innovate and if you want to be resilient you need to have a strong team to support that and if you don't have a strong team and you're not keeping an open door sort of a policy right you know taking in inputs from the team and and kind of supporting them with their ideas i think this will fail i mean you will not be able to nurture that innovation and the resilience spirit because at the end of the day whatever solution you find for the business for the organization uh, it will have to be built with the use of the talent whether it is external talent in the form of partnerships uh, with you know vendors like you know a lot of insurance companies work with vendors like you know you work with accenture cognizant a lot of these companies but treating them as partners is also important treating them as a part of your team is more important rather than treating them like you know in the past hey this is what you need to do this is exactly what i expect you to do sometimes you need to be prescriptive but then a lot of times you need to be collaborative and open minded i think those are things which i would definitely say will will lead to the success of the cios and cisos 
Saurabh, thank you very much for joining us on PodChats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan, for inviting me. It was great uh, and it was very insightful. Thank you for the opportunity. That was Saurabh Chitrachar, Regional Vice President and Director of Asia Technology Strategy and Operations for Liberty Mutual Insurance, speaking on the topic of advancing resilience and innovation agenda for insurance in 2022. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.